We are back with episode eight of the Stay in the Game podcast, and I am your host, Trevor Field, physical therapist and owner of Form and Function Physical Therapy in Rancho Cucamonga, California. Uh, welcome to episode eight, guys. So uh, rolling into September, and we've got a lot going on. Uh, <clears throat> just even in the, the last week, we've announced uh, a few uh, really incredible things that we're doing with the office. So we had a, a pretty well-attended event here over the weekend uh, at our facility, Form and Function, where we uh, introduced our partners, uh, Viva Life Healing Center and our new IV infusion nurse. So uh, a lot of news along those sidelines. So um, IV hydration is a new service that we're offering, guys. So if you've ever been interested in IV, don't know much about it, uh, maybe you listened to Joe Rogan's podcast and uh, saw that he had recently gotten COVID and was getting IV drips uh, three days in a row of NAD. And you're like, what in the world is NAD? Well, we've got answers to all that stuff and why you would want to consider IV infusion not only for, uh, you know, illness recovery, but uh, energy levels for beauty, um, for hangover defense uh, and recovery. So there's all kinds of things that IV infusion can do. Uh, athletic recovery, uh, bouncing back and getting aminos directly into your bloodstream can really uh, help with those kind of things. So, uh, yeah, a lot of awesome things that we're offering nowadays. So, uh, yeah, rolling into September and uh, uh getting toward the end of summer. So um, school's back in session. In fact, uh, in our facility, we've got 250 kids, uh, students uh, just getting back to school uh, even this week. So uh, actually starting to see with the the first weeks of training, people showing up with braces, crutches, boots, um, casts. So uh, it's that time. It's that time of year. So we're going to actually start uh, seeing a whole lot more student athletes uh, showing up in our clinic. So uh, if you're dealing with any of that stuff, it's stuff that we can help you out with as well. But I also wanted to kind of uh, reach back into our podcast uh, uh, and go back a, uh, an episode or two and discuss some of the other things that we had done. So if you didn't get a chance to check out our last podcast, it was really about innovations in medicine as well as um, reviewing some of these alternative treatment techniques like scraping, cupping, um, H-wave, types of electrical stimulation, uh, IV hydration, and what was hype and what is real. So if you didn't uh, get a chance to check that out, if you did have questions, uh, we reviewed some other uh, technical things like shockwave and uh, cold laser. So if you want to know what's real, acupuncture. So we talked about a lot of different treatment techniques that are out and what's real and what's not. So if you didn't get a chance to check that out, I'd uh, encourage you to uh, give that one a listen, get some of that information down. Uh, and get your learning on. Uh, personally, uh, last week I uh, played my first baseball doubleheader in a good long time. So body held up well. We've been uh, uh, investing a whole lot more in uh, in recovery, uh, in taking care of my body. I was one that would just roll out of bed and go be the weekend warrior. And, and uh, this year, after kind of taking last year off with COVID, uh, didn't meticulously care for my body as I should and uh, um, learned from my mistakes. So I've uh, been putting a lot of time, energy, effort uh, into just uh, making sure my body's feeling as good as it did. And uh, the results were were fantastic, particularly this last weekend. Uh, had uh, a no-hitter through four innings, uh, a team that we kind of uh, blew out 19 to nothing. So uh, didn't 
opt to pour it on. So let some of our other pitchers get a crack at some uh, some innings. So uh, no, everything's going well. So it's it's just another testament to uh, when you get on the plus side of forty actually spending the time and investing the time uh, in your own health pays massive dividends so uh, and it certainly affects quality of life but uh, this episode I wanted to definitely discuss um, all about some back pain so it's it's something that we're seeing um, extensively in the clinic so I really wanted to uh, dig deep into the topic of back pain sciatica its causes exercises what you shouldn't do um, tell you a few uh, patient stories about uh, things that have happened with some of my back pain clients some mistakes and uh, some successes that we had so uh, and a bit about posture and what effects that it can have on back pain so hang tight give this thing a listen and uh, Give us some feedback of how we did. So if you're dealing with back pain, know people with back pain, shoot this podcast out to them. Uh, I'm sure they'd appreciate it. So when it comes to back pain, I mean, we're talking about a very broad, broad topic. So one thing that I wanted to uh, discuss first off the bat is sciatica and its role in uh, the back and back pain issues. So sciatica itself is really kind of an umbrella term. Uh, It actually catches um, the conditions of um, lower back arthritis, degenerative discs that can irritate the nerve, a disc bulge or herniation that can irritate the the nerve. Uh, Piriformis syndrome can be lumped into uh, sciatic nerve problems. But the first thing we need to understand is what is the sciatic nerve? Well, every segment of the spine has a nerve root that exits. So there's five lumbar segments and there's five lumbar nerve roots. And those roots actually come together and branch and actually uh, uh, one of my favorite uh, terms in anatomy was anastomosis. So it'll anastomose, come together and meet and join to become that singular sciatic nerve. So those little branches of nerves become one big sciatic nerve down in the buttock. So when anybody describes buttock pain, usually they just lump it and call it a a sciatic problem. You have sciatica. Okay, well, those sciatic problems can come from all over the place. Sciatic nerve root problems can come from uh, a disc bulge or herniation at any of the lumbar nerve root levels that form the sciatic nerve. So whether it be an L4, L5 disc bulge or herniation, if you've heard of any of those types of things, it can come from that. It can come from an overused or tight piriformis, usually unlikely because the piriformis usually will become tight because of the nerve Uh, messages being sent to the piriformis muscle because of it being irritated elsewhere along the spinal nerve. But uh, it can come from that as well. Uh, It can come from multiple other sources as well. So sciatic itself is any irritation of the sciatic nerve. So it can come from the spinal level. It can come from muscles grabbing uh, that cross the sciatic nerve and, and cause pain into the buttock. Well, different versions of this sciatic problem can progress to um, advancing down the leg and can become a bit more serious. But what are some of the causes of sciatic nerve problems? Uh, What I see most commonly is that sciatic nerve problem coming from a disc. And that can come from significant, particularly in Southern California, commuting, being stuck in a car, sitting for prolonged periods of time. All the vibration of being in that sitting position basically tenderizes the disc and causes the nerve to become irritated and gives you that pain into the buttock. 
prolonged sitting also can cause multiple other issues. It will shorten the structures of the front of the hip because when we sit, uh, that leg to trunk uh, angle, that L shape, will shorten those front structures of the spine. Well, what's there is your hip flexor, and that hip flexor muscle runs from the front of the thigh through the pelvis and deep to the front part of the spine. And if it's shortened, it will bowstring or basically create an accordion effect where it's compressing the disc, irritating the nerve, and then eventually showing up in your butt. So that's where a lot of sciatic nerve problems come from primarily sitting it can come from lifting or or overloading the spine improper body mechanics poor posture but um, my biggest thing that i see most commonly is sciatic nerve problems coming from uh, my sitting population sitting at a desk the driving commuting uh, just being in a chair way way too long uh, exercise wise things that you could or should uh, want to do uh, for me First is walking. Generally speaking, when I talk to my sciatic patients, if there's somebody who's got more symptoms with sitting, walking usually can be a, a great source of relief. Um, if we're dealing with more pain with walking than sitting, then we might be looking at a different structure as being involved in causing the sciatic nerve to be irritated. But we're going to speak in generalities here because I don't have my hands on each individual client. Um, we're going to speak on just kind of a, a higher level usually what is the case rather than what each individual is looking for. If you're looking for individual advice about what your specific problem is, I'd be glad to hear about your problem. So reach out to me uh, at Form and Function and uh, we'd be happy to help. But um, I'm going to speak in kind of some generalities here just so you can kind of understand the bigger picture of, of what's going on uh, and what you could be doing. So walking, we mentioned as being uh, one of the best things you could or should be doing uh, with sciatic nerve problems. The second would be most likely what you should not be doing. Uh, the biggest thing is, okay, great. We talked about sitting as being an aggravating factor. Well, what can we do to improve our sitting? Because we can't eliminate sitting and we can't eliminate your commute or um, if you can't be uh, transitioned to work from home or get a stand-up desk or or be up on your feet or up and down or create some variety of, of movement or activity or positions in your day, then something you could do to assist some of this if we can't get up and sit is get a lumbar roll or lumbar support to move that spine into a proper neutral position uh, and then just avoid sitting longer than 20 minutes without a minute break uh, one minute for every 20 you're down is my general rule of thumb postural muscles fatigue at that 30 minute mark and we start to begin to slouch and put stress on the front of the disc that can, can cause protrusion or further protrusion or irritation of the nerve root. So those are the things that we need to try to avoid. In fact, it just happened earlier today. I just had a client on my schedule that I just finished up treating who was dealing with sciatic nerve problems. Uh, she had had a motor vehicle accident uh, about what did she say? 2012. So it, it's been a good long time, nearly uh, a decade ago. And um, a significant 50 mile an hour rear end collision was dealing with a lot of back pain, had tons of chiropractic treatment. And eventually over the, the next two years had had a couple epidural steroid injections to get the nerve to calm down. Did its thing. You know, she, she got to the point where she wasn't symptomatic anymore. She was able to get back to boot camp, uh, live her life uh, reasonably normally. And then all of a sudden, about a month ago, out of the blue, you know, no specific injury. She didn't lift. She didn't twist. She didn't really do anything. It just kind of came. And all of a sudden, bang, 
there was her pain again all the way from her back through her buttock all the way down to her toes so uh, over that month's time she was able to slowly regain a little bit of function but it even got to uh, a point where she wasn't able to lift up her toes she was uh, a realtor showing a house and was trying to show her clients up the stairs wasn't able to lift that ankle and foot up to clear the step and she tripped you know it started to freak her out because she's got a family history of ALS and if you know anything about ALS that loss of motor control really started to freak her out but um, realized that oh my goodness it's just the back and the nerves that really aren't communicating and it causes weakness in the leg well it had progressed to that point and she finally found her way to us and having discussed uh, our treatment approach, she uh, found that just alleviating some of those muscle groups that cross the spine to decompress those segments that can pinch and irritate the nerve to begin to work some of the soft tissues across the glute to alleviate the irritability that crosses that sciatic nerve. She was able to get off the table within less than 20 minutes and be able to march in place, bend over, do the things she couldn't do when we tested her before she got on the table and realize that, oh my gosh, I should have been here weeks ago when this thing first set off. I wouldn't have had to suffer for as long as I did. So I don't want you to make those mistakes of just sitting at home not knowing what to do or sitting waiting for this thing to get good enough for us to know that, oh, you know what? The reason she came to me is she wanted core strengthening, not realizing that there's things that we can do very quickly to get you out of pain. So don't make the mistakes that some of our clients uh, do, not knowing what to do. Uh, this treatment is easily accessible doesn't require a doctor's order doesn't require you to wait and do all these type of things it's stuff that you can get on top of right right now so what else can you do to uh, break into some of this back pain when we're dealing with sciatic nerve problems or disc bulges herniations the the go-to treatment i have and the biggest modality that i love to use in my clinic is called laser it's an infrared device that uh, uh, that light energy that laser light penetrates about five centimeters into soft tissue. And in that column of light, that laser energy stimulates the cells to repair at a faster rate. Basically the photons of energy from laser uh, powers up the battery pack of the cell so it can carry out its cellular processes, heal and mend that area, open up the, uh, the vasculature to improve blood flow and circulation to that area, open up the lymphatic vessels to remove the cellular waste, debris, toxin, inflammation, normalize the nerve. It was FDA approved for uh, carpal tunnel syndrome uh, in 2002. So it's been on the market for years and years. We've uh, <clears throat> been using it in clinical practice since 2004. So in dealing with nerve injuries and nerve issues, it's one that we see uh, almost immediate result in. So if we can uh, calm some of that pain down, we can actually get you moving uh, earlier to begin to build the muscles to help support your joints to make sure that this thing stays good. <clears throat> the other thing that I love when we're dealing with uh, a pretty significant sciatic nerve problems is acupuncture. So acupuncture is something that can really help modulate your pain. So similarly, if we can calm uh, the nerves down and get your body to feel a bit better, then you can move and begin to stabilize and work on the, the exercises and corrective movements that you're going to need to make sure that that symptom is gone. Now, Laser and acupuncture can be standalone treatments, but I generally don't uh, uh, 
treat in that way. So yes, you can modulate pain and that's usually what a lot of our clients want is, hey, just please take the pain away. But ultimately, we've got to get to the root cause in order for us to make sure that this stays good and it's gone is we usually have to get some hands on, loosen some of the muscles that are um, causing some of the imbalance that creates stress to the nerve and begin to build up some of the strength to help shock absorb for the joints and shock absorb for the tissues that are at fault. So uh, two fantastic treatment approaches to help get us to a point where we can get you moving and, and building uh, the body the way it needs to, to make sure that you're as bulletproof and uh, hard to kill as possible. So one thing I mentioned earlier on is actually getting uh, a lumbar roll or something to uh, put behind your back to put your body into a better position. Well, that position uh, is better uh, stated as what your posture looks like. So whether that be your sitting posture or your standing posture, uh, I wanted to talk a bit about how your posture actually can uh, really, really affect back pain. So the position in which you hold yourself is going to um, allow you to either stack up properly or improperly on your joints to either lengthen or shorten some of the tissues in your body, depending on what position that your body uh, gravitates to. So if we have good posture, the less stress is going to be on some of these tissues. If we've got poor posture, uh, then obviously we're going to start putting stress on different uh, tissues. So what's uh, what is bad posture? What does bad posture look like? What is what should be we what should we be striving for in order to attain better posture or even good posture? So uh, a poor posture is is one where I would even probably start you with sitting because it's such an issue with uh, our culture and how we've uh, uh, developed in uh, in an advanced society where we're staring at laptops and phones and computer screens and sitting behind the wheel. And we're at a desk and uh, just the design of our chairs and how we've created our lifestyle. Uh, it's really affecting what we do in terms of our posture. So our sitting posture, if we're a desk sitter, should be something uh, to be a bit more neutral. Both feet should be on the floor when we're in uh, a sitting position. So... Uh, our knees shouldn't be above our hips when we're in a chair. We shouldn't be just uh, forced into a uh, a 90 degree upright posture. We need to be semi-reclined, but we need to have some support in the spine to allow some of our tissues to not have to be constantly on. So uh, we talked about that lumbar support. In our lumbar spine, there should be a reverse curve. We shouldn't be just flexed into a C. Our shoulders shouldn't be rounded forward and our head kind of jutted forward, you know, and which, you know, we'll, we'll see that very commonly in the 40, 50 plus uh, group as vision starts to uh, decline, having to squint or get closer to things to identify or see or uh, to get away from uh, some of these uh, words on a screen to make sure that you can read what it is that you're looking for. If we have to get far away, then we've got to extend our arms out. Well, if we extend our arms out, are we rounding our shoulders? So these are all considerations of things that we need to, to fix and alter and improve upon in order to get good posture. So even our vision can affect our posture. Uh, our screen, screen size, things that we're looking at can force us into certain positions that we need to watch out for. So in a sitting posture position, we talked about lumbar support. Uh, our screen level, which level should we be looking at, at or even only a few inches below 
your eye level. If we're looking down into a laptop constantly, that flexed position of the neck is causing all of us to leave those neck muscles that hold that uh, 12 pound plus ball, uh, plus or minus a few pounds, depending on the size of your head, to be held for prolonged periods of time. We don't want any part of that. We need to be able to support it with the ear, the center of the ear being in the center of the shoulder. So if I'm looking at you from the side, I should see your ear canal right over the top of your shoulder. If we're one, two, three inches ahead of that, those muscle groups are on all day long, really forcing and holding that, that neck up. It's not what it's designed for. Um, those little postural corrector muscles aren't meant to hold that big, long, uh, big structure up all day long. Um, they will eventually wear, become sore, become achy, become tired, become knotted, don't want any part of that. So finding good posture is, is gonna be essential. For our hips, or if we uh, are a sitter and we finally get up into standing, if I'm looking from that same side view, good posture would be your hips and pelvis are right in front of your ankles. That same plumb line, I'm looking at the center of your shoulder and the center of your ear. Uh, if I'm looking at you from the front, I should be able to see your thumbnail as your arms hang to your side. If you're somebody whose palms face behind them or their thumbnail is pointing directly toward their body, then I know your shoulders are rounded in and we've got tightness in your chest muscles or weakness in some of your back muscles, the back muscles that work into the shoulder blades that hold that shoulders back position. So those are things that I look for to identify whether or not you've got good posture or posture that needs some improvement. So do some of those self-tests. Just get in front of a mirror, close your eyes, shake it out a little bit and try to relax and then just find where your body naturally gets to. Then open your eyes. Look at some of those structures. Do my hands rotate behind me? Uh, can I see my thumbnails? If I took a snapshot or had a loved one take a snapshot from the side, are my shoulders rounded forward? Is my head jutting forward? Um, do I have that neutral position of the hips? These are things that we can look at and see if there's something that we need to improve. And how to improve it? You're going to have to reach out to a professional. Uh, there are some general stretches that you can get online, but uh, again, nothing beats specialty hands-on care where you can be um, certain that you're being prescribed the absolute thing that you need to alleviate your specific problem. Now, if you're a commuter and you're like, I'm constantly just, there's no way I can get out of this chair uh, for what it is that I do, what else can I possibly do? Well, that brings us to the product of the month, and that product is IntelliSkin. Uh, it is an incredible product that we've used in our clinical practice for years. And it's a posture garment that actually has embedded within it a cueing system for your shoulders to help you stand tall. So it's not like some of these posture braces that you'll see. Uh, even in the grocery store, you'll see uh, some of these figure eight posture braces. These figure eight braces, if our shoulders are pushed forward, this figure of eight brace actually draws the shoulders back. Well, that's all well and good in helping you look like you're sitting up tall, but the issue becomes, one, it passively, uh, or it makes those upper back muscles very passive. You're hanging out on the brace and stopping using your muscles that actually support your posture. Whereas in Teleskin, this garment is a cue for you to turn those muscles on. It gives you that feedback that your shoulders are rounding and to tell you and remind you to stand tall. It helps 
put you back into a proper postural position by using your own muscles. So this is a, uh, IntelliSkin was a, a human technology company and the inventor of smart compression. This compression product uh, is completely pat patented with PostureQ technology. And it basically works as your intelligent second skin, cueing that body's natural ability to support itself in the most effective and efficient manner possible. So we recommend this product to all of our patients that are looking to improve your posture. So if you're looking for it, we want you to check it out. If you have questions, uh, reach out to us. We can help you. But it's also on our website, formfunctionpt.com. So check it out, IntelliSkin, our product of the month. Well, if you've been with us long enough, you know that that product of the month is followed by the promotion of the month. And this is a callback to the earlier part of the introduction of this podcast. Yeah, we noticed that we launched IV Hydration. Well, if you're interested, now's the time to get it because you can buy one and get one 50% off for our IV services. You may be wondering why you would even want an IV of uh, amino acids, vitamins, minerals, particularly if you take them supplementally through powders or pills. Well, the advanced benefit of taking these substances through the bloodstream with the use of an IV is that it's bioavailable to you right now without being broken down by the stomach. There's studies going back decades that show you may only be getting between 50 to as little as 10% of that ingredient listed on your supplements if you take them by mouth. IV infusion solves that issue. So you can try this out at a special rate because all month long we'll be having that special buy one, get one, 50% off where... Uh, you can get access to it. You and a friend, you and you. Maybe you just want to gift both of them to somebody who you know may be needing help with balancing hormones or PMS relief, brain health, memory and focus, energy levels, immune function health, beauty, skin, hair, and nail health. Uh, maybe you need somebody to, to get uh assistance with recovery from a hangover. Maybe you're somebody who's an athlete who's been pushing their bodies. And we know that this weekend coming up, we're back into the hundreds. Uh, dealing with a lot of heat-related stresses uh, and athletic recovery. Yeah, we have all of those services available as well as uh, help with that immune function. So, uh, so, so important right now. So if you're interested, IVs, buy one, get one, 50% off. Reach out. We'd love to uh, help you out with it. Hey, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being part of the program. Don't forget to follow, like, subscribe, leave us a review. Tell us how we're doing. Tell us what topics you want to hear about. We'd love to help. Uh, that back pain uh, topic that we hit, I've got content all over the place, whether it be on our YouTube page, uh, Instagram. Our website is chock full of it, and we've even gotten uh, most recent blog posts, particularly even about posture that we discussed. So if you want to know more about it, go check us out. We're everywhere. Uh, follow us, like, subscribe. Let us know how we're doing. We'll catch you on the next episode of the Stay in the Game podcast. <laughs>